0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports. Now with Ken Sterling. It's Monday, December 28th, 2020. We're brought to you, as always, by the great people of today's dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill right now. Make an appointment to see the best dentist I've ever gone to. The only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years. 317-849-2933. He just cares more, is the deal. And that's what I want to talk about today. I swear to God, Indiana basketball is so frustrating because these guys, 18 to 22-year-olds at IU, have an opportunity to do things that they're not going to have for the rest of their lives. And, and I fear that they just aren't bright enough to understand what those things are or what those challenges require in terms of effort and in terms of will. And, and so it's interesting to juxtapose Indiana University basketball, and Phillip Rivers as the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. When you watch Phillip Rivers, it's all will, man. It's all fierceness. We're going to talk about that word fierceness in a minute, but when you watch Phillip Rivers, he loves competing at the game. Not playing the game, competing at the game. He's got questionable arm talent. His feet frankly, don't move, and one is going to have to, it requires surgery after the season, yet still, the Colts are 10-5. and 5. Are they capable of winning a championship? No, they are not. And in large part because Phillip Rivers is not dynamic enough, comparatively, to be able to get the Colts to where they need to go to hang another really meaningful banner. You know what I mean? you got Patrick Mahomes. you got Deshaun Watson. You, you've got Lamar Jackson. You've got Russell Wilson, you've got Aaron Rodgers, you have a bunch of quarterbacks who are just flat out better than Philip Rivers, both with their feet and with arm strength. Philip Rivers is doing it all up here, and he's doing it all in here, and he loves doing it. You can see it every single snap. He's trying to figure it out, he's trying to execute, he's trying to lift those around him to compete at the same level he demands of himself. That is a great attribute in a quarterback, man. If, if he had Russell Wilson's arm or Aaron Rodgers' arm and feet, he'd be awesome. He would have won six Super Bowls already like Tom Brady has. He hasn't, and he won't. You don't win your first Super Bowl as a starting quarterback when you turn 39. It just doesn't happen. It would be one of the most remarkable things in the history of sport if somehow or another... Philip Rivers were able to elevate the Colts to a level where they could compete for a championship. That would be absolutely phenomenal and and a story worth writing books about. It's not going to happen in all likelihood, but I love watching Philip Rivers play. And I love every media availability we have on Wednesdays to participate in a Zoom call with him because he's just fun to talk to about football and fun to listen to talk about football because he understands what the challenge is, and that's find a way every Sunday to lift yourself and lift those around you and compete like hell and just be tough. Fierceness is a word I brought up before, and I bring it up because Don Fisher mentioned it today. Legendary voice of the Indiana Hoosiers, right, both in football and basketball. He's been doing games for almost 50 years down in Bloomington. He was on with Dan Dockich today, and he was talking about a lack of fierceness. Not just with Indiana basketball, but with Indiana football, too. He was quoting Buck Sir, uh, the analyst for Indiana football. Indiana, of course, playing in a bowl game this coming Saturday against Ole Miss in the Outback Bowl in Tampa. Let's just enjoy the bowl and stop lamenting the lack of a New Year's Six bowl, okay? Uh, But with these guys, 18- to 22-year-olds, man, you got a chance to compete at the highest level. I played in an alumni soccer game about a month and a half ago, right? Old guy soccer, right? I have not played in a long time. And, and the way I played in high school was kind of reckless and, and borderline sort of violent, but it was that's the way I needed to compete in order to give us the best chance to win, or so I thought. So when I went out uh, like six weeks ago to play in this alumni thing, within the first five minutes, I'm close to the ball, uh, a guy makes a pass to the a midfielder on the, the sidelines. I thought, okay, I got to go get the ball. That's my job. I'm going to go get the ball. I'm going to slide tackle this guy. I'm going to kick the ball out of bounds. I'm going to pop up. He's going to go ass over elbows and tumble around. This guy, the guy I was playing against at that point, like 42, 43 years old, he looked like. Me, I'm in my 50s. I got halfway into the slide tackle. I said, whoa, what the hell am I doing? Am I out of my mind? I, in my 50s, I'm going to slide tackle a guy in my 40s in an exhibition soccer match for charity? Am I deranged? What is the matter with me? So I kind of, I I abandoned ship on the slide tackle and just kind of flung my body to the ground, skinned my knee up, never touched a guy. And I was happy that I didn't. But still, there's that instinct. I've got to compete. Late in the game, about 30 seconds left, there's a corner kick. We're up 2-1. And the corner kick is going to determine who wins this game. I was like, hell's bells. There's no way my guy's getting it. So I mark a guy, and I'm getting my elbow into the guy. I'm in my 50s. This guy, I think that guy's in his mid-30s. He looks at me like I'm psychotic. But I'm like, damn it. We're not losing this game. Are you out of your mind? There's no way you're scoring a ball. And I, the guy kind of dropped energy. They didn't score, which was good. We got kind of lucky. But winning 2-1 to in an exhibition, why would I care? You know why? Because either you do care or you don't care. Either you do or you don't. And at Indiana, with this basketball team, I believe these guys work really hard. I do. They work hard. And they try. But comparatively, they just don't appear to try hard enough. And it doesn't appear that they practice hard enough. And it doesn't appear that they work on shooting enough to be able to go out in games, execute correctly, and knock down shots. On the defensive end, uh, with the exception of one game, I have felt like defensively, they played reasonably well and reasonably hard. And Archie Miller, I think, makes it a priority that these guys do that. And, and I think that's how they get minutes. You want to know how Rob Finnessy and Al Durham play as much as they do, given the fact that offensively they are completely inert and non-dynamic? It's because of their defense, right? Finnessy didn't start on Saturday in in that, that terrible game against Illinois. Didn't start. Trey Galloway did. You know why he started? Because he's where he's supposed to be. And he competes. That guy, when he comes off the court, I don't know whether he's asthmatic or whether he's just running at a full sprint at all times out there. Nothing comes easy to this guy. So when he sits on the bench, he's heaving up and down like it's his job. Because while he's on the floor, he's playing as hard as he can every minute. And as a freshman, he's telling juniors where to go. How's that even possible? How do these guys not know where they're supposed to be? It's about knowing. It's about executing. It's about wanting it more. And if you do those things, you got a chance to win. And if you don't do those things, if you think, man, I got it licked. I'm a basketball player in Indiana. All my dreams are coming true on and off the court. If you have that kind of attitude, you're not going to win, right? The last team that was truly successful at Indiana Was in 2002. It it was that Mike Davis team filled with Bob Knight guys who went to uh, Atlanta, won the Final Four game, right, and then played in the national championship against Maryland. That team, they dug deep and they knew how to dig deep. Coverdale, Fife, right, Uh, Jared Jeffries, Odell, Moye, all these guys. They knew where it had to come from. It had to come from in here and up here. It wasn't about here, and it wasn't about verticality, and it wasn't about length. It was about want to, and it was about heart, and it was about out-competing. The Butler teams that went to -to back-to-back national championship games in 2010 and 2011, what advantage did they have over their opponents? They had a couple. Number one, probably Brad Stevens as a guy who tactically got the most out of his team. But on the other hand, it's the amount that those guys wanted to win, whether it was Matt Howard or Zach Hahn or Ronald Norad, those guys absolutely wanted to win, not just for themselves but for each other. They wanted to lift each other. They wanted to compete as hard as they could every time they got the opportunity to do it. It was important that they do it. I watched Matt Howard and Zach Hahn play a hell of a lot of basketball during summers in in 2004, 2005, and 2006. Those guys, and this is true for that entire summer team, they never took a game off, ever. They competed every possession of every game for themselves and for one another. That's what they did. That's who they were. And that's why when Matt Howard went to Butler, I told those guys, this guy is a culture changer for you. The Butler way, you're going to see it evolve in a very positive way with Matt Howe. Same thing with Zach Hahn. You've got to want it, and you've got to want it all the time. You've got to want it enough to get up at 5.30 and do something extra in the morning. You've got to want it during every possession of every drill in every practice. You've got to want it every single second of every single game. You've got to study on the side. You've got to study tape. You've got to commit yourself to the process of playing winning basketball by preparing to play winning basketball. And if you're not willing to do that, that's the fierceness that Indiana basketball lacks that Don Fisher was lamenting. For people who haven't experienced it, who don't know what it's like to ask yourself to go to someplace uncomfortable in order to prepare yourself better to compete, you know how important that is in life. If Archie Miller can somehow compel these guys to go from there to here, it's not just going to benefit these guys playing basketball. It's not just going to manifest itself as these guys win more often. It's going to allow these guys as adults to be a force for good. And a part of a winning culture. Wherever they go into, whatever business they go into. It's going to be the discipline and the want to. And the you know what those late nights that are necessary in order to succeed in business. And going the extra mile that's necessary to succeed in business. You learn that as a collegiate athlete if you dedicate yourself to it. And if you don't dedicate yourself to it, you are going to regret it for the rest of your lives. If you don't understand how to dig deep and access that stuff that sometimes, frankly, we're not too proud of looking back, side tackle as a 50-plus-year-old guy playing an exhibition match in soccer, if I had gone through with that and taken this guy out, I'd I'd have just walked off the field with my head in my hands. But you know what? That's where winning is. You just got to decide, you know, when you're in college, it's important enough to go out and give it up and make somebody take it from you. When you're playing an exhibition game in your 50s, not so much. <laughs> you know, because people go to the hospital because of stuff like that. When you're 20, you know, nobody's going to the hospital, right? But when you're 50 and the guy you're playing against is 43, people go to the hospital. So you don't do that. What I want for Indiana. And I think what all Indiana fans want, and this is true of all college basketball programs, I think, but I think it's more true in Indiana because we've seen it. Those of us who watched Indiana basketball during the Bob Knight years, we know what it looks like when selflessness goes out the window and you come together as a unit to compete together. That's something. And watching that, watching talented people do that, is awesome. And being a part of a talented group that does that is awesome. Is Indiana under Archie Miller going to be capable of doing that? Have we progressed generationally to a point where, look, everybody's got to be a nice guy and not ask anything of anybody? I don't know. I hope not. Fierceness has to come back to Indiana basketball. There's some of it there. You know, Armand Franklin, uh, Trey Galloway, I think those guys have that in them. To like, all right, you know, damn it. You want it? Take it. Let's see who's got the guts. I think they've got that in them. I hope that they do, and I hope that rubs off on other guys, and I hope Archie Miller continues to recruit guys who embody those virtues, because I think that's what winning basketball is all about, and I think that's what winning at life is all about. Join me tomorrow morning. To, uh, Breakfast with Kent brought to you by Today's Dentistry, 8 o'clock straight up on Facebook Live and then on Periscope and Twitter immediately thereafter, 8 15 or 8 20. We'll talk to you then. I can't wait. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash.